Hey, good afternoon. Russell Fotels getting ready for On Air with Russell Fotels. You know that live hospitality talk show that everybody's talking about. Hey, um, happy, I got to put my headset on. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys are doing well. Let me just check just to make sure we should be live on LinkedIn, live on YouTube. This is a podcast, so um, the podcast is, um, or the audio portion is being recorded as we speak. And once it's done, I will upload that until the uh, onto the podcast platform, which is Spotify. So you guys are more than welcome to take me on the go. Okay, so uh, I will turn on the chat in a minute. Yes, we are live on both of those platforms. I'm actually looking at it right now. You know, it's funny to look at yourself, looking at yourself. You know what I mean? So interesting. So anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Happy Tuesday. Like I said, today is uh, October 24th and it's show number 225. So thank you. No, I'm sorry. Show number 226. Excuse me. So uh, let me just make sure the chat is on. I didn't turn it on. Boom. There you go. So if you're on LinkedIn, you're on YouTube. <clears throat> Excuse me. You should be able to make comments. I see people there. Thank you guys so much for joining. Appreciate you. Um, we're going to get into the show, but I always like to do a little intro, a little monologue, that kind of thing before I get to the show. I'll do the intro and then we'll get to the show. But just real quick, I'm on this AI kick. I'm not sure if you guys have been following the last week or so. Where I've been doing a lot of, um, I guess, promos for the show or from the daily check in as well as on air with Russell of hotels. I've been doing a little promos, but I've been using AI. So it's my avatar. But the messages change, right? So it may be the same avatar that you see me with a hat on, but listen to the messages. The messages are different. Um, you can put in a script and all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of cool. I'm getting a lot of traction from it. People are calling me, asking me, hey, that's not you. How are you doing this? What platform are you using? I said I use HeyGen, H-E-Y-G-E-N uh, dot A-I. <clears throat> Excuse me, just so you know, if you just wanted to know, just wanted to play around with it, see how it works. Um, so yeah, it's kind of cool. So anyway, we're going to get back to that, but I just want to, let's see, let me do the intro and we'll be back for the start of the show. We're going to talk about some good stuff. It's going to be a continuation of yesterday. If you guys happen to catch me on uh, the daily check-in, um, some of the things, the topic I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, what GM should be doing as far as the sales uh, arena is concerned. You know what I mean? So what's their role in this, right? What's their role in sales? I, you know, I don't know. Some people don't know. Sometimes even GMs don't even know what their role is or should be. So I'm taking it from the perspective of, of I said what is their role, but I'm saying I'm taking it a step further. What should their role be? Okay, so hang tight. We're going to do the intro and we're going to be right back. So just, you know, hang tight with me. We're going to have some fun today, too. So hold on. Be patient. Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality. From hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship building director of sales and marketing. 
Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Hello, and thank you again for joining on air with Russell Hotels, that live hospitality talk show. Thank you guys so much for joining. Today is Tuesday, October 24th, 2023, um, show number 226. So thank you guys so much again. You know, I like doing the, the do a little talk, little monologue first and then do the intro. I don't know why I like that, but I don't know. It's, it's it. it feels good to me. I don't I don't know if it feels good to you if you guys like it. I don't know. But hey, welcome everybody for the first if you if this is your first time joining, I appreciate you if this, you know, you guys do this every week. I really appreciate that. Uh like I said earlier, this is a podcast as well. You know, your traditional podcast where it's just a, a audio portion of it. So, as we're doing the show as I'm doing this live um, you know, digital show uh where you can see me uh, audio and visual um, and also, you know, I'm recording the the just the audio portion as well. So I will upload that, you know, give me like an hour after the show's over and then I'll upload it to Spotify. So you can find it there. You can take me on the go if that's what you want to do. So um, so there you go. So, hey, it's a cool day in L.A., right? So I'm, I'm based here in L.A., as you guys can probably see. But, you know, as the weather is starting to change, it felt like kind of kind of fall like this morning. Right. But it's been cloudy. I don't you know, it's. It's cloudy and then it clears up, then it gets warm. I, you know, I don't, I don't like the warm part of it. This time of year, I'm expecting it to be cool, right, all the time, like fall, fall temperatures or fall weather, but not like East Coast kind of fall, but just California fall, right? California fall. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> let's move on, okay? So I can't start without, you know, recognize that that brand. I said bland, that brand sponsorship. Um, Level Hotels downtown LA They offer that Russell of Hotels rate As a lot of you guys know Some of you guys have actually used it So thank you so much uh, Stayinglevel.com is the um, their website And just use the promo code ROH23 Book direct I don't care where you book Just make sure you book direct Okay, So if that's XYZ Hotel I don't care Just make sure you book direct Don't go through you know, a lot of people will, oh, you know, the third parties are the best, you know, like the OTAs, like Expedia and all that. They're the best way to book, you know, they're the cheapest. No, they're not. No, they're not. Okay. So, um, book direct is the best way to go. Okay. The hotels will appreciate it if you book direct. Okay. So once again, level hotel, downtown LA on South Olive street, down the street from uh, now that, you know, basketball starts today, like say you're going to, you're going to go take in a Laker game or a Clipper game. And you want to stay in the area, try the level hotel, right? It's not too far from, you know, I keep saying staples, but it's called crypto arena. Okay. The rich, the original was the Staples center, but it's now crypto arena. So it's not too far from crypto arena. So you can do that. I know a couple of people that they come in and they watch the game and they don't want to go back because they may live in orange County or something like that. They'll stay the night, that kind of thing. And they use the level hotel. So I think that's a great thing to do. So, there you go. And it's safe. You can drink and you don't have to drive, right? You know how we go to games when we want to turn it up. So you can do that. So anyway, 
Level Hotel. So this is a residence in in uh, Avondale, Phoenix West. Okay, so <clears throat> if you're looking up this hotel, it would it would say residence in Avondale, Phoenix West, which is in Arizona, of course. Um, so it's 102 rooms, 102 guest rooms, one meeting room, and the meeting room square footage is about 500 square feet. So it's small. It's a small hotel, but every hotel has a reason for being there, right? Every person can find a hotel that's suitable for them, right? So this is a select service or limited service hotel, as we call them. Um, but, you know, the rates include breakfast. You know, there's no parking fee. There's no resort fee. There's no whatever service charge that they, those added fees they throw on top that some of the full service hotels will throw on there. So don't sleep. And I always say this, don't sleep on your residence inns and things like that, you know, your Fairfield, your your Hilton Garden inns, your Hampton inns and suites and Fairfield, whatever. Don't sleep on those hotels because they give you a lot more bang for your buck these days, okay? So, in fact, some of these full-service hotels wish they were limited-service hotels because, you know why? Because the, the overhead is not as great as the other ones. And like I said, these include breakfast. The full-service ones don't include the breakfast. And like I said, they may pile on some other service charge and fees that you didn't even think about, okay? so And why am I mentioning this? Because they offer that Russell of, hotel, Russell of Hotels rate as well, okay? So if you're... In the Phoenix area, you're going to State Farm Arena where the, the Cardinals play. Hey, why not stay in Avondale, right? It's, it's actually about within 10, 15 minutes of the stadium. You know, I sports groups stay here. Um, some other groups like FedEx groups. And I, should I be saying all this? Stuff? Yeah, so there's some companies, a lot of companies in this area, you know, business travel, you know, business travel companies, you know, like um, – like I said, FedEx and Amazon, you know, some of those companies, they have, um, you know, offices in that area. So they actually stay at this particular hotel. There's several hotels in this area, but this is, of course, this is my hotel of choice, right? So I know the director of sales and marketing there, Miss Victoria Camagon. So uh, if you're there, you know, just, you know, make sure you say hello to her and just say, hey, I need that Russell of hotels rate. And I know it's here because Russell told me. So, yeah, so that's why. I'm, you know, I'm gonna highlight her hotel today. So every scene that I show, every scene that we go to, will be something from the um, the residence in Avondale, Phoenix West. Okay, so if you're on Marriott's website and you're booking the hotel, which that's how you should book your hotel, book uh, book it online, right? Direct. Um, that's the hotel you want to look at. You want to look for residence in Avondale slash Phoenix West. Okay, so there you go. Any questions at all, you can always feel free to reach out and touch. So I've been on this AI thing. So I've been, I talked about this a little bit when I just, you know, in a, in a monologue, right? So I have, of course, an example of what this AI looks like uh, because it's me, right? So it's an avatar of me, but you can change the script, right? And like I said, I use HeyGen. HeyGen.ai is what I use. So I'm going to show you what the, the little promo piece I put out yesterday. Hello, this is Russell of Hotels. What role does a hotel general manager play in the sales process? Or should I say, what role should a hotel general manager play in the sales process? Check out today's daily check-in with Russell of Hotels and find out. And as always, I'm Hospitality Unplugged. So that was an avatar with a voice that was not my voice, as you can tell. 
Uh, but that is AI, right? So a lot of people are using AI. I use it for, you know, promo pieces like that. So I don't have to recreate anything. So I just do the avatar one time and I can just change the script. So a couple or last week I had the same avatar, but I had a different script. So, and it's getting used to, you know, me changing the script and, and different words or whatever. One thing it, it has not picked up on and I have to maybe word it or type it in a different way is Avondale, the word or the city Avondale, as in Avondale, Arizona. It says Avondale. OK, Avondale. And I can't get it to change. Right. So I'm like, well, how am I going to do that? So I have to figure it out and how to figure that out. I have to try to figure out how to figure it out. Does that make sense? But um, but yeah, so some things that it 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 hasn't learned yet. But as you over time, you you keep giving it scripts, meaning your avatar, it will learn a little more and it will get some of the things and and the voice and the and the mouth moving will get will be uh, uh, consistent with each other, I guess, because as you can see, it could be a little off. Right. So. um, So, yeah. So check out some of the stuff I put out. Uh, I do it on Instagram. I do it here on LinkedIn as well. So just check it out and see most of the stuff that's if it's like a promo that I'm doing from for on air with Russell of hotels or my daily check in. That's an avatar or a that's AI. OK, it's not me. All right. So just so you know, I mean, it is my likeness, but it's not me speaking. As you can see, the voice is different. I'll do it one more time. OK, just so you can see. Hello, this is Russell of hotels. What role does a hotel general manager play in the sales process? Or should I say, what role should a hotel general manager play in the sales process? Check out today's daily check-in with Russell of Hotels and find out. And as always, I'm Hospitality Unplugged. <laughs> I showed it to somebody, my neighbor. He's like looking at it like, what's, what's the big deal? What's the problem? I said, well, you know, that's not me. He said, that's not? What do you mean it's not you? I said, that's, a, that's uh, you know, AI. Oh, my God, really? I was like, dude, come on now. Snap out of it. That was not me. That's not even my voice. Okay. But anyway, you know, that's just, you know, whatever. So um, before I get into the topic, you know, I got some industry stuff. No, not really industry stuff. I guess it's just my stuff, right? I'm trying to, you know, finish up my year strong with a couple of trips I got planned. So I got a group going into Lake Arrowhead, you know, Lake Arrowhead. It's, 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 I don't know, about 7,000 feet up from, I guess the Inland Empire. Okay, so uh, I have a group out there coming up uh, this month, maybe in a, is it a couple of weeks. No, it's next month. It's next month in a couple of weeks. And then I'm attending the Small and Boutique Meetings Conference, which is in Tucson. That's in November, uh, first week of November. That should be cool. Uh, and then I just got accepted to go to IPEC again. I love IPEC. I think this will be the fourth or fifth time I've been. It's in January, and this one is going to be in Greenville, South South Carolina. I've flown through South Carolina, but I've never been out of the airport. So this will be the first time in the state of South Carolina. So that will be good. I just I I love you know experiencing new. You know, cities, destinations, new states, whatever. You guys know I recently went to Connecticut and Rhode Island um, two weeks ago. So that was phenomenal just to 
experience, you know, a different region. I mean, you always want to leave the country. There's so many different, there's so many gems and jewels within the United States that we need to experience as well, right? Different regions, different food, different cuisine, all that kind of stuff, different attitudes, all that stuff, right? But that's part of it, right? You know, you know the attitudes, uh, whatever you deal with. I mean, that's that's kind of part of it, what you deal with. Um, but hey, I I always go into it with an open mind. So, but yeah, so I just want to catch you guys up on that. Let's see. I think I had a shout out to somebody. What was that? Did I say Victoria Camagot? Yes. Victoria Camagot, um, shout out to her. She's the director of sales and marketing here at the Residence Inn in Avondale, uh, Phoenix West. Jen Wingate, Baltimore CVB, met her at the conference in um, in Connecticut a couple weeks ago. So she listens to the show now. She didn't know I did the show, but she listens to it now. And so I appreciate her. She, in fact, she uh, put a little note. She made a comment. So I do appreciate that, Jen Wingate, Baltimore, CVB. And just so you guys know, you guys can make comments as I'm doing this show, right? You can, you know, uh, in the comment section at on LinkedIn or YouTube or wherever you happen to be listening to me at from, you can definitely do that. So let's move on to the topic. Boom. So this is this topic. I started yesterday, right? So when I do my daily check-in, this is one. This is a topic that I came up with. So, uh, what role does a hotel GM play in the sales process? This is part two, but I will catch you up, right? So don't worry, I got you. Okay, so I'm gonna catch you up on the first, I believe six. Okay, so number one was setting goals. Number two was sales strategy development. Number three was pricing decisions. Number four was relationship building. Number five was supporting the sales teams. Okay, that seems like a uh, that seems like a no brainer, right? But it doesn't always happen. Uh, and then number six was problem problem resolution. Okay, you know a lot of problems fall on the GM. Well, the GM has to step up. I mean, ultimately, the GM is responsible for that hotel, right? Every part of the hotel, not just sales. Uh, not just operations, not just food and beverage, you know, house, all the stuff. Ultimately, he or she is responsible for all those things. Although we have, you know, we always have department heads that handle those things. But at the end of the day, um, ownership wants to hear from the GM on, you know, what are we doing in this department? What's going on here? Why is that happening or whatever? OK, so it's important that that person is aware of what's going on, that he he or she meets with their team on an ongoing basis and no difference from the sales. Right. I've been, you know, I, I got mixed feelings, you know, I've been getting mixed messages from, you know, managers and directors out there, you know, what their, the role of a GM should be or what it is at their particular property. Right. And some of the stuff I hear, I'm like, wow, that's all I can say. You know, some of them don't have a, because they don't have a sales background, they don't want to be in sales. They don't want to be, you know, uh, they don't want to be responsible for anything like, oh, that's your job. And, you know, just let me know what you're going to do. You know, well, no, that's not how it should be. Right. It should be a collaborative effort because, at the, like I said, at the end of the day, and I keep saying that and I hate saying that phrase. But at the end of the day, um, he or she is ultimately responsible. Right. Because that's top line revenue. Right. You're responsible for that top line revenue. How are you going to get it? OK. Why didn't you get it this year? You know, are the goals realistic? All that kind of stuff. He or she is responsible and plays a big role in that in conjunction 
with the director of sales and marketing or the senior sales, depending on the size of your hotel, right? But yeah, but setting goals, and these are the just the first six, setting goals, uh, sales strategy development, pricing decisions. I mean, yeah, you should be in those conversations, right? Relationship building. Yeah, yeah. Getting out and building relationships, that's the that should be a role of a general manager as well. Um, supporting the sales team. That should go without saying, right? You need to support the sales team, okay? Because they're the ones that are out there, bust, hopefully they're out there busting their butt, bringing business in, right? So hopefully that's happening. But if it's not, you 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 could be the one that can light a fire, you know, light a fire. That's what my dad would say. Light a fire. So, um, and then problem resolution, okay? If there's problems that arise, which they do, you know, you're there to handle them. Okay, so moving from there, okay, so that was the first six. So this is part two. So now we're going into, I want to say this is number seven. Boom, number seven, revenue management. The GM may work closely with the revenue management team to optimize room rates and inventory availability. They play a role in determining when and how to offer discounts, packages, and other incentives to boost sales, okay? So some GMs come in to, you know, come into being a general manager. Maybe they didn't have sales experience. Maybe they were, you know, came from food and beverage or operations or whatever. Okay, I understand that. Okay, but, you know, with the help of the revenue manager as well as the director of sales and marketing, um, they should be able to explain why we should be, you know, these are the rates that we should have, or these are rates that, you know, that, that we've done in the past based on history, based on all those things, right? Yeah, he or she is relying on their expert expertise, but he or she should still kind of understand how it all flows, right? How do you come up with these rates? Is it based on history? Yeah, it's based on history. Not just history for the hotel, but history for the area. What, what's been going on in the area? What about group versus transient? What about the pickup? All those things, he or she would need to know those things or at least have a working knowledge of that. And like I said, uh, you know, there's you never you never should be you never should think you're out there on an island by yourself. Right. Although some GMs will put themselves on an island like, well, I got this. You know, don't worry about it. This is a decision. You know what? It's, it's good to, to bounce things off of people. Okay, that's why you have a director of sales and marketing. That's why you have a revenue manager. Okay, so you don't have to take all of it on, although ultimately it's all your responsibility. But it's good to have someone to talk to, to collaborate with before making these decisions. But revenue management is one of those things. So there you go. Number eight. Number eight, sales meetings. Hmm. (laughs) Sales meetings. Uh, the GM often participates in sales meetings and reviews. They provide input, guidance, and feedback to the sales team to help refine their strategies. Yeah. What is your strategy? What are you trying to do? Can I help you? Those are things that any GM should want to, you know, should say, right? Like, how can I help you? How can I assist? Is there anything I can do? Is there a client that, you know, maybe a, a tough nut to crack? Maybe I can talk to them. You know, one of the things, and maybe I'm jumping ahead here, but one of the things that um, a lot of, someone asked me one time when I was a, you know, a, a GM, and they said, what was one, the one thing that you added that you think that other GMs didn't? And I said, availability or access. And what do you mean by that? I was always accessible, right? I was always available to talk to a client, Okay. In fact, I made it a point to let my salespeople know 
that whenever they were entertaining, let me know because I wanted to come by and say hello. Okay, just to say hello. I'm not the one doing the selling. I'm just saying hello because a lot of times clients come in there and they they want to know who the person that's quote unquote in charge of the hotel, just in case something arises with their group or individually or whatever. Or maybe they just have questions that maybe the sales manager or director are or don't want to answer or are unable to answer. You know what I mean? So that's where you, you know, you kind of have that line of communication. So you always want to make sure that you're accessible. Okay. That, that goes a lot further than sometimes, you know, your knowledge. Okay. If you're accessible, if you're able to talk to clients, clients, you, you're able to make able to make them comfortable and making a decision. And hopefully it's the, the decision to stay at your hotel or, or to bring the group to your hotel and not the competition. But sometimes that can be the deciding factor, right? Well, I met the GM here. I didn't meet the GM across the street. You know what I mean? So I'm comfortable here because I know Russell's a GM and I know I can call him because he gave me his card. That's why, you know, he emailed me. Hey, you know, nice meeting you at lunch, over lunch today. If you need anything, let me know. Those are things that GMs need to do. Right. So um, I don't know how I got into that, but sales meetings, the GM often participates in sales meetings and reviews. They provide input, guidance, and feedback to the sales team to help them redefine the strategies. Yeah, so whatever those strategies are, sometimes a GM can help with that. Like I said, and helping and being accessible is part of that, right? But salespeople need to get out, right? They do need to get out, and GMs need to either push them out or maybe sometimes even go and, 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 um, and attend a sales call with them to see exactly what's going on. You know, see what clients are saying about the hotel or the salespeople or whatever, you know, maybe previous sales managers. You're like, oh, no one's ever come to see me. I mean, that's firsthand information. So GMs need to be involved. There you go. Number nine, community engagement. The GM may be involved, maybe should be. Okay, the GM should be involved in local community participating in local community participating in local events or business associations. This can help create opportunities for networking and business development. Yeah, he or she should be, not they can be. See, that's the thing. We, you know, sometimes we, oh, it's an option. I don't need to do it. I'd rather stay in, in my office and, and have the door closed and, and, and discuss having a meeting to have another meeting to discuss the last meeting we had. You know what I mean? No, get out and make some stuff happen, Okay. Control what's going on, and especially in the sales arena. Like, what are people saying about you in the, or saying about the hotel in the community? You know, that's what we need to hear about, right? So we need to get involved. We need to be, we need to be entertaining. We need to uh, engage in the community. You know what I mean? So I just think we just need to do that as GMs. We need to be, you need to take that extra step, right? It's not about just managing the yeah you have to manage the property as well but you got other people to do that right but i think because this is top line revenue we're dealing with we need to be out more i'm not saying you know every day i'm saying you know pick and choose where you go but i'm saying you do need to go to something some of these community events some of these you know attend sales calls things like that so there you go number 10 number 10 Performance evaluation. The GM is responsible for evaluating the performance of the sales and marketing team. This includes reviewing sales reports and assessing 
the effectiveness of their efforts. Exactly. Exactly. So you need to know exactly what they're doing. You know, what's going on here? You know, um, like I said, you don't spend a, you have to spend a lot of time on looking at reports, but the weekly reports, like call reports, who they went to see, uh, did they uh, accomplish their sales goals for the week? You know, where are they, you know, as far as, you know, revenue, where are they as far as that? Because, you know, we're all working towards the end of the month numbers, right? But if you see at the beginning of the month, you know, the effort is not there, well, that's going to affect what happens at the end of the month. So, you know, it's good to be aware of this stuff, right? I'm not saying, you know, you got that has to be your 100% focus, but it has to be some focus on there. Number 11, and salespeople will, res- will respect it and appreciate if the GM is involved. And I know it all depends on the size of the hotel and all the department heads and this and that, whatever, whatever. But I can tell you this, the most successful hotels that I've ever worked in is because the GMs were uh, involved in sales. Just saying it, just saying it. Number 11, supporting sale, uh, special events. If the hotel hosts conferences, weddings, or other special events, the GM may play a role in coordinating with event planners and ensuring that everything runs smoothly. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. I was reading a text someone had sent me. Let me read that again. That's supporting special events. If the hotel hosts conferences, weddings, or other special events, the GM may play a role in coordinating the event planners and ensuring that everything runs smoothly. Yeah, he can oversee. He or she can oversee that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not his main, he or she's main role, okay? But I understand, yeah, if there's something that's happening at your property, you want to be involved in it. You want to make sure people know that you are the GM and, yes, this is my team, that kind of stuff. That's your, you know, your chance to walk around, you know, you know, like a proud GM, okay? So there you go. Uh, the next one. Number 12, sales forecasting. The GM is often involved in uh, sales forecasting, which helps in planning for future occupancy and revenue. This involves looking at historical data and market trends to make informed decisions. Yes, 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 yes. Although, you know, ultimately that comes back to the revenue manager, but it's always important that you know, especially if if you're new in that hotel and you don't know, all the, the idiosyncrasies of that particular hotel or that area, that destination. And, you know, sometimes it takes a year of you being there to kind of understand the ebbs and flows of, of groups and, and transient business. Uh, we always say, you know, hotels in LA aren't seasonal, but you know, well they are, you know, because you can get certain groups in certain periods of time, like you're going to get sports groups or, you know, maybe it's high school sports. Groups. You're going to get those during the school year, right? Maybe for the most part on the weekends. So um, during the week, you're not going to get that stuff, right? So it's just, you, you just need to be aware of what's going on as far as when it comes to sales force forecasting and things like that. But yes, rely on your director of sales. Yes. Rely on your director of revenue or your revenue manager or whatever the heck that you call them on property. Number 13, quality assurance. The GM ensures that the hotel services and facilities meet or exceed customers' expectations. Yeah, you're supposed to do that. Satisfied guests are more likely to become repeat customers and refer others indirectly contributing to sales. Yes, you want to make sure that the facilities meet or exceed customer 
expectations. Yeah, that's when you get the other people involved, meaning engineering and, you know, maintenance and all that kind of stuff, you know, to 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 let them know that, hey, we have these groups coming up. Uh, we need to make sure this is taken care of or this is some feedback that I received when I went and did a sales call, you know, that um, some of our rooms, the caulking in the in the tub was not, you know, was not consistent with some of the other rooms or was not, you know, it looked bad or whatever the heck it was. I mean, those are that's the kind of feedback that you get. Right. If you go out and listen to clients or talk to clients, clients will tell you what they don't like. Right. But we just have to listen and we have to get make sure these things get done. Right. So. So there you go. So I think it's a great thing that GMs go out and and, and participate in sales calls or meetings, revenue meetings and things like that. Um, although no one wants another meeting, but I think these are important, but you never have a meeting to have another meeting. Okay. Hopefully we have a meetings and we're getting stuff taken care of. In summary, the hotel general manager plays a multifaceted role in the sales process. They provide leadership guidance and support to the sales and marketing team, set the strategic direction for sales efforts and actively engage with key clients and partners to help drive revenue and meet sales goals. Their involvement is crucial in ensuring the overall success of the hotel sales and revenue management efforts. So yeah, so they can they can make it break a hotel. You know what I mean? The more, like I said, the hotels that the the most successful hotels, and I've been to fourteen different hotels, right? The most successful ones were when the GMs were involved in sales. Okay. And that includes when I was a GM, okay, because I was I came from sales, right? So there you go. There you go. So that's it for that, right? So boom, let's keep it moving. So um, what's the next one? Oh, that's just me. These are three things I always mention. Be intentional, make decisions, and take action on what's important to you. Be you, always be you, right? You can, you know, it's hard enough being Russell. I can't be somebody else, right? And I'm sure it's hard enough being other people. They don't want to be me. And I, I, I get it. I understand. And be represented because your re- representation matters. It repre- you know, it matters to me that I do this podcast. Okay. Cause I want people to see that if Russell can do it, other people can do it. If Russell, you know, amass this knowledge or this experience or whatever, working at 14 different hotels over the last 25 years and blah, 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 blah. I can do it too, right? So, and then he, you know, started his own business, uh, Russell of Hotels, and he does his podcast. So, it's important that people that look like me can do it. People that don't look like me, they see, oh, if Russell could do it, Russell's doing that now? I can do that. Oh, that's fine. Whatever the motivation is, that's fine. But it's, I'm being intentional about this show, right? I started this back in 2019. I was very intentional about what I wanted to do. I had this knowledge and I just, you know, is is it's hard to just keep it bottled up. So I said, you know, let me start sharing things. And what's the best way to share things is through this thing they call social media, right? You know, and it's not making stuff up. I mean, a lot of times people on social media, they'll they're fabricate a story. I ain't fabricating anything on here. These are this is based on my experiences. So I said, you know what? I have a lot of experience. I've experienced these things and it maybe can help someone. So and then I can bring people on. They can talk about their brand and all this kind of stuff. We can promote their brand. And that's where it all came from. Right. So it was very intentional. And I always knew I needed to be me. Okay, so you got a personality. Everyone has a different personality. Everyone has a different following or 
a village of people that follow them or support you. So it's no, I'm no different, right? So there you go. So that that's where that came from. And I because I know you guys were wondering. There's somebody in the back over there who's like wondering that. So there you go. You got it. So once again, the, the diff, different scenes are the residents in Avondale, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So um, you know, this is a room, and you know I just want to show you guys, you know, show you guys what the hotel looks like because I think it's important. So I'm the brand who helps your brand. People may ask, "What do you do?" I'm the brand that helps your brand. What do I do, and how can I help? Right? Personality, hospitality, personality, content creator. You know, training GMs to, you know, to work, you know, to, to know what to expect on the sales arena, right? So, you know, being a GM, being, and, and then before that, being a, a sales manager and being a director of sales and marketing, it was an easy transition um, for me to be a GM, right? Although I did not want it and I did not like it, okay? But it was an easy transition because I had the operation background then I had the sales background and it was easy for me to, you know, to go on sales calls with my salespeople because I had done it years before. Right. So I understand how, you know, some GMs are hesitant to do these things because, you know, they think they have to sell. No, it's not about selling. You're not selling anything. It's all about putting yourself out there. You know, they just want to see you. They don't care what you have to say. Sometimes you can just be quiet. Right. You know what I mean? Let the salespeople do all the talk. That it's your presence they look for. So they don't, they're not looking for you to say anything or add anything to it unless you want to do that. But it's your presence that they really want and admire. And that's what your sales team looks for as well. Your presence, not that you have to go in there and say anything because they don't want you to say anything. Okay. They don't want you to take over the sales process. No, they just want the, your presence there. They want you to be accessible. Like I said, that's the biggest thing to me as a GM that's accessible. Right. That's not afraid to come and say hello or, you know, I'm going to take my client out for drinks or we're going to a game. Would you like to go? You know, if you have time, you know, we would like you to go. We'd like you to attend. And believe me, like I said, it goes a lot further when the GM gets involved in certain things. Uh, so who's your best advocate? Always ask that question. Well, and hopefully you guys had enough time to figure it out. You are your best advocate. You are the one that needs to, you know, wave the pom-poms and all that kind of stuff. Because if you're not excited about your brand or what you do, no one else is going to be excited. So make sure that, you know, you're promoting your brand. You're putting stuff out there because it's, it starts, it, be, it begins and ends with you, with the effort, the effort that you put in, right? I do those promos. I do the AI stuff because it's important to me that I, first of all, stay ahead of the curve, right? Second, you got to be creative, as creative as you can to get your message across, like who you are, what you do, and how you can help. Those are three things that you should always, especially when you do these kind of lives or these um, digital shows or whatever you want to call them, podcasts, you always want to let people know who you are, what you do, and how you can help. You know, content creating, hotel site selection. To me, those things go hand in hand because I cannot um, uh, be a hotel site selection expert without building content because I go to a lot of hotels. Right. So it is it's hard to keep them all lined up like, OK, I went to this one. I went to that one. OK, well, what about this? OK, I just take videos. I'll take still pictures and videos and then um, post them. And then I can always go back. 
and look at him and say, oh, yeah, that's right. I was there, and I remember once I see the video, okay, I remember this, you know, 300 rooms, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, DOS is this person, blah, blah, blah. That's why I do what I do, but it also serves as branding for these hotels, right? I'm a brand show-off, right? That's another thing that I do. I show off brands. That's what I do, right? So, so content create, brand show-off, and site selection. Those are pretty much the three things that I do consistently. Even this show, you coming on is showing off your brand, right? So I'm just that, is that a conduit, a conduit? Or uh, I don't know, I'm the, the platform for you to come on and talk about you, talk about your brand. And uh, the show is a platform for you to put your to to um, to showcase your brand, just like I'm showcasing the residence in the entire. How long have I been doing this? Uh, 40 minutes. You've seen scenes from the residence in uh, Avondale, Phoenix West. OK, so this is their show, right? For the most part. So, but anyway, what are you doing to stay relevant? Okay. So you got to be excited about your brand. Okay. You keep your brand relevant. I mean, you keep your brand exciting, right? But what are you doing to keep it relevant? You know, and I always dip into this social media thing. Okay. It's all about that with me. So how do I increase social media engagement? Right. Which keeps things going. Right. So consistency is the key. You got to be consistent. You can't do stuff one time and think, oh, it's, it's working. It's working. Or, oh, my God, it's not working. I tried it already. How many times did you do it? I did it one time. Well, that's not going to work, dude or girl, lady. That's not going to work. So you got to be consistent. I've done 220. Not that you got to compare yourself to me, okay, but I've done 226 of these shows, right? This is, the, this is number 226, Okay, so if no one thinks I'm consistent, you're crazy. Okay, so you have to be consistent about what you do, especially when it comes to social media, because people start to expect it. And then when they don't get it, believe me, I hear about it. Hey, you didn't do your show last week. What happened? Something going on? Have you stopped doing your show? I said, I missed one day. Okay, and I do or maybe I did it later in the day or whatever. I missed one day. No, I just. I got caught. I was traveling that day. Right. Believe me, I get that from people. Right. They're like, you didn't do your show the other day. I'm like, man. okay. so consistency. You have to be consistent. Right. People start to miss it if it's not there. And that's where you want it to be. You never want to miss things. But every now and then you have to. Right. But you got to be consistent and you want people to miss it because you want people to call you on it. Value. You got to add value. Right. Make sure you add in value to someone. Uh, if that's showing hotels, if that's letting people know that they can uh, promote their hotel on this platform, that's adding value, right? Not just to them, but it's adding value to the people they may be getting, you know, to um, to utilize their hotel or their destination or whatever. So consistency, value, and be authentic. Be your authentic self. You got to be you. You got to be real. Can't be fake. Okay, because people figure that out. Right. People figure out fake stuff or fake people. Okay, and hopefully people don't think I am. I'm fake. Right. So, no, anything that I post, I was there. Any food, non meats that I show, I've eaten it. Okay, so I'm not just out there just throwing stuff out there and, you know, you know, peeing on people's head and saying it's raining. That means it's, you're lying. Okay. That's that's just a way of saying that's the old Southern thing. Okay. So. You know, so Anyway, 
No disrespect if someone took that the wrong way. If you did, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) So be consistent, add value, be authentic, and be excited, okay? Be excited about what you're doing. Um, Let's see. And use various platforms, okay? Don't just use one platform. I use LinkedIn. I use YouTube. I use Instagram, I use Facebook, I use TikTok, okay? I use Twitter too. So I don't use them all at the same time, but don't get, don't pigeonhole yourself into using one platform because that can work against you, okay? Um, And I don't need to go into how it can work against you, but just my advice is that use multiple platforms. And I'm saying multiple meaning like two, okay? Use at least two. Use the same content like this, this, this uh, video or this show is, this is content, right? So I use the same platform and or the same content or the same video, and I'll put it on different platforms, okay? So I don't have to redo it for YouTube or I don't have to redo it for Facebook. No, it's the same thing. I just copy and paste, okay? I copy and paste this show that we're doing now or that I'm doing, and I put it on other platforms. That way you get more coverage because you don't know where your clients are coming from. Although the majority of my clients or the people I deal with or communicate with or that roll with me or support me are on LinkedIn. But that doesn't mean that that I'm getting business only from LinkedIn. Facebook people, they want to see it. And they and I get, you know, we communicate based on the same video, but on Facebook, uh, Twitter. It may have, well, you know, I don't get a lot from Twitter, but I just do it just be just for the vanity's sake, okay, just to put it on Twitter. But TikTok now is starting to, people on TikTok are starting to, you know, to engage and ask questions and stuff like that. So who knew, right? So you have to try out different platforms. You can't put everything on one thing because you don't know, especially when you're just starting off, you don't know exactly where your clients are going to come from. So just heed that advice, okay? Who's hiring? And some non-meat eats. Who's hiring? And some non-meat eats. I don't know why I had to sing that little jingle, but I did. Um, who's hiring? Okay, so I got a couple people hiring. Hotel, per, I don't know what's going on at the hotel per LA or Perla. They're always looking for a director of sales and marketing. I don't know why that is. It can go away for a couple weeks, maybe a month, then it comes back. So are they not able to find somebody or the people get there and they're like, oh, this place, I don't know, I can't work here because I love that hotel. And I keep, I'm saying this because I love the hotel. I love the, it's downtown Los Angeles, beautiful hotel, used to be the Bank of Italy. They have, they have, I mean, there's the, the, um, what am I trying to say? The aesthetics in there, the, the, what am I trying to say? The vibe in there is great. I mean, it's it's just a great hotel architecture. The design it's just a great hotel. I don't know, and I don't know um, how the management is. I don't know any of that stuff, but I know aesthetic. It's a it's an aesthetically pleasing hotel. Okay, uh, I've been there numerous times. I've been on their rooftop. Um, I've you know I don't think I've eaten there, but at least had a coffee. Or I don't drink coffee, but. Um, I've had a chai latte there, which was really good. Okay. They have a coffee bar on the first level. So I love the hotel, so I don't know what's going on there, but they're looking for a director of sales and marketing again. Okay. So 24 seven hotels, they're looking for area director of sales at the Moxie and four points in Phoenix, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. That is, 
uh, High Gate Hotels. They're looking for an assistant director of finance. That's in L.A. The L.A. Athletic Club. They're looking for a general manager. Wow. Okay. That's downtown L.A. as well. That's an exclusive club, right? Embassy Suites North or Embassy Suites LAX North. They're looking for a director of business transient sales. That's a huge market for BT sales. Okay. Just if you're a BT person, that's a huge market because LAX has all those, you know, they still have the defense contractors there. Uh, you know, you got Lockheed, you got Northrop, you got, you still have all those companies over there. So, um, yeah, I don't know if they're still traveling now, but there's at least the companies are there, right? You got direct TV, you got all these different companies over there. So, and they pay pretty good for the, the director of BT over there. You know, look it up. Then these are on either LinkedIn or Indeed. So there you go. And then the nine eats. What did I do? Um, I'll just say this. Okay. I was in Blythe, my hometown. Right. And it's hard for me to find food there. Okay. Because you guys know I don't eat meat. Okay. So vegetables are good. Right. So they have this restaurant, the China Garden. It's a Chinese restaurant, of course, China Garden restaurant. That's my go to now. They have, you know, they have spicy vegetables and noodles and rice and tofu. Okay. So that's what I ordered. All right. You know, give me a bunch of broccoli. Give me a bunch of mixed vegetables and, and a kind of whatever sauce or whatever that's spicy. And with the tofu, all that grilled tofu, fried tofu, or just the steamed tofu, whatever I feel like that day. But I did it again once I was, when I was in Blythe over the weekend and we went there, right? And I've never been disappointed there. I've been to some other restaurants in Blythe and I got disappointed. Okay. So I was not disappointed. So I'm giving the, the, the China Garden in Blythe a shout out, right? So if you're ever going through Blythe, go to the China Garden. Okay. Just find out, hey, where's this China Garden at? Russell Hotels is talking about it. But no, you guys probably don't have a reason to go to other than the people that are listening that are from Blythe, right? But um, no, shout out to them. So now I appreciate the food and the effort and the, the vegetables are always so fresh and oh my God. And it doesn't take long to come out. The food is always on time. I mean, a couple minutes, the food is there, right? So there you go. So that's my non-meat eats story. And I'm making some white beans today. Okay. You guys know I eat, a, you know, beans are big protein for someone that doesn't eat meat, right? So I eat beans all the time, right? So it could be pinto, it could be red, it could be black. Well, you know what? I'm diverse when it comes to my beans. Okay. So I'm going with white beans today. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. So it could be black eyed peas. It could be the white beans, the red beans, the black beans, the pinto beans, the uh, navy beans. It doesn't matter. Okay. It could be lentils and they can be green. It could be peas. They could be green. You know, they have yellow peas too. So, um, but anyway, no, I'm, yeah. Just like people, um, you know, I'm diverse when it comes to people, and my beans are the same way. You got to be diverse, okay? So today is 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 a white bean day, all right? So, <laughs> oh boy, that was a good one. Okay, so we're almost done here. Just be patient, okay? So, um. And, you know, it's okay to laugh, right? And it's okay. This is the thing, okay? And I'm going to go off on a tangent right now. It's so hard to love these days or just to like and respect people, okay? Um, yeah, but it's, it's easy to hate. 
It's easy to hate. Okay, Let, we need to change the narrative here. And and I'm speaking because of you know we all know what's going on in the world, right? Um, but it's like I said, we don't want to respect people, you know, whatever their beliefs in, wherever they live, whatever they look like. You know what I mean? I think that's ridiculous. I think that's what we should do. That's something things that we should learn to get along. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I mean that's just something on my mind that I had to say. So. You know, let's try to get along. Let's try to respect. You don't have to like everybody. I don't like everybody. And guess what? Everybody don't like me. All right. And that's okay. But but I respect a lot of people. And hopefully people respect me and respect my position or what I do or whatever. And that's what it's all about, right? So it's not about hate. It's about liking and respect or just respecting people. Now, like I said, you don't have to like everybody and everybody don't have to like you, but just respect people, the boundaries and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, that's it. That's all I wanted to say on that. So um, these are my three P's. This is Russell of hotels, three P's purpose, passion, and perseverance purpose. Know why you do what you do. I do this show because uh, why did I do this show? Did I say it already? Um, because I wanted a platform to to talk about, you know, things within the hospitality space, bring people on. They can talk about their brand or how they started or because no two people started in this industry alike. Right. We all know that. Right. I've been to 14 different hotels. OK. Uh, over the last 20, 25 years. OK. I st- stopped being on property and I started, you know, this consulting business called Russell of Hotels, where I do content creating for hotels and destinations, where I do hotel site selection for clients and I do and, and who go everywhere. They don't just stay here in the U.S. I've done Italy. I've done Greece. I've done the Caribbean. I've done Mexico. I've done Canada. So it doesn't matter where they want to go. They just let me know where they want to go. And it's my job to find the hotel. That's hence the name site selection. I'm not a meeting planner. I'm not planning their meetings. The meeting planner can concentrate on the content and all that kind of stuff. I help the meeting planner find the sites, right? So they don't have to do that. I put out the RFP. I, you know, compile all the information. They need 100 breakouts then and the hotel has it. Then that's my job to, you know, to figure out how these breakouts are going to work based on what their parameters are, right? I do contract negotiations as well as, as, well as the pricing, that's what I do. Okay. That's hotel site selection. And, um, and like I said, the content creating and, and the show on air with Russell of, of, ah, I can't speak on air with Russell of hotels is the show that comes on every Tuesday at one o'clock. But the other days I do a daily check-in with Russell of hotels because I didn't think I was reaching enough people. Right. So I'm like, I, I gotta do another show. Right. So that's why I started another show. So I do this one once a week. And I do the daily check-in daily, Monday through Friday. So five days a week, I'm doing a show, right? So if that's not consistency, if that's not liking what you do, if that's not having that passion, if that's not being a person, if if I'm not persevering through things, then I don't know what the heck to do, okay? But that's what it's all about, right? So the three Ps, once again, purpose, know why you do what you do, passion, either you have it or you don't. And if you don't have passion, guess what you should do? Do something else. Find something else to do. And perseverance, be consistent, continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. Now, people are like, why you say swerve? Well, because I don't use that um, other P word, which is pivot, okay? 
I swerve. Okay, so swerving is you see something something in the horizon and you see like that doesn't look right. So I swerve to move around it. Right. I don't want to hit it. I don't want to get stuck in it. Pivoting. You saw it, but you chose to go in there anyway. And now you're like, I'm stuck and I got to pivot. I got to move around to see what, what other move I need to make, but within the same space. No, 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 no. So that's the difference between, that's the difference for me between uh, swerving and pivoting. Okay. So there you go. There you go. So that's it. That's all I got. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If not, well, guess what? I'm going to do it next week and you can tell me if you enjoyed that one. (laughs) Woo. So uh, I got one other thing to share. And once again, that uh, my sponsor, stayinglevel.com, that's the uh, Level Hotel downtown L.A. on Olive Street, downtown L.A., not too far from um, Crypto Arena. Um, use that promo code. So to go stayinglevel.com, that's their website. Use the promo code ROH23. That's Russell of Hotels 23. So I guess when I move to, when we move to 24, I have to, um, I guess I have to change that to 24, right? So I guess I need to talk to these hotels before the end of the, the year, right? So, but anyway, so this is the end of the show is near. So, you know, never be afraid to throw stuff out there that you do, right? Be creative and let people know that, okay, if you can see that, that shows everything that I do, right? Everything that I'm about, like hotel site selection, not meat eats. You guys know I don't eat meats. The name of my company, Russell Hotels. I'm a hospitality personality. I mean, those are things, hotels is what I do, right? So, all this stuff, destinations, what I do, all that stuff is on that sign right there. So don't be afraid to let people know what you do, who you are, what you do, and how you can help them. Okay, those are three things you should always let people know. When you meet them, you know, that elevator pitch there is talking about, oh, you've got to have your, you know, whatever elevator pitch. Yeah, just, well, okay, you call it whatever you want. Who you are, what you do, and how you can help them. Boom. Keep it simple. You know, keep it simple, stupid. Is that what they call it? Keep it, yeah, whatever, yeah, anyway. So anyway, that is it. I want to thank you guys so much for joining On Air with Russell Fultels. Once again, we'll do it again next week, and we'll do the day check-in tomorrow. So until then, peace. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.